everybody. Welcome to Kafaro Cast. I'm your guest, Bailey Smith, and I'm here with Aaron Schneider and Frank the Tank. <laughs> there you go. You did good. That was awesome. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, so thank you. yeah. So I uh, I followed you along on uh, social media for I don't know the last couple years. Um, I would guess, and then. Um, Rob Patuto with Stickbow Chronicles, he did a podcast with you, and then I'm like, shit, now I'm like, I'm copying Rob. Um, I should have got, <laughs> I, yeah, I was late to the to the gate on that one. But um, for those who, what, what, just so people can follow along with you, what, what is your handle on Instagram so people can kind of check you out? Yeah, it's uh, Bailey Smith Twelve. So pretty simple. And and you um, just give an idea like you work at a pro shop and then you shot competitively for quite a while both compound and then now you're shooting back and forth traditional and compound and you had some pretty good success shooting mm-hmm. competitively didn't you? Yeah, I uh, I mean I shot like I started with women's known forty which is like an amateur class and then I got bumped up to women's known forty five which apparently is a semi-pro, which they don't have a pro for women's known, so I don't know how that works. But, yeah, I, I shot both those classes for uh, ASA for about three years, I think it's been, three or four. And then I also shot indoor tournaments in the women's pro class for a little bit. But, yeah, now I'm shooting the stick bow. I just, I don't know, watching you, I got interested in it seeing how accurate you can actually be with one and then i started shooting and i was like all right this is this is a little bit more fun he inspired right now, you <laughs> i'm an inspirational yeah. guy she I has inspired. you should make a bracelet what would aaron do as inspiration <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. her form is much better than mine i can tell you that oh uh, <laughs> you ended up well you, this is weird, Frank. So her her man is Bailey. How confusing is that? So it's Bailey, Bailey squared. squared. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you search for him? Yeah, it's a... <laughs> oh, yes. No. <laughs> I want to date somebody no, named my name. archery shoot, so... Yeah, was he... Who's better, you or him? Don't bullshit me. I, I would say I'm better at shooting targets, but I think... I personally, which I hate to admit, but I think he's better than me at shooting animals. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. Do you do you There's pa- a difference. Do you panic a little? I I used to, but I'm getting a lot better at it. Yeah, I, I shot at a buck already this year and I didn't panic, but it didn't work out. What happened? But, Give us the lowdown. Yeah. So that's my my first shot with the recurve bow is like it was a week ago actually. And it was like a hundred fifty I would say 115 inch deer, which is big for me. So I was like pretty pumped. And I saw him at like 50 yards. I was like, okay, well, he, they never just come in. So I was like, well, he'll probably, probably see him tonight or something. But he ended up coming straight in towards me, just feeding on acorns and stuff. I was like, wow, this may actually happen today. And he was like broadside, a little bit quartering to me at 24 yards. And I would have had, had to shoot through a little hole. So I was like, well, I'm going to pass on that because I don't want to, like, screw this up. And then, um, which I should have shot looking back, but I expected him to come out to 20 broadside for easy shot, which 20 is, like, my range. And instead, he walked straight into, straight into me and was at the very bottom of my stand, and he was about to walk 
downwind of me, so I was like, crap, I'm going to have to take the shot. And I've never practiced straight down, of course. I was about 20 feet up. And I missed high and just completely missed them. But it, it was awesome. I was pretty pumped and a little disappointed in myself, but Were you shaking? Did you have typewriter legs? I was <laughs> a little bit. I was like, there's no way this is going to happen. It was a good little buck, though. He had a bunch of character and stuff, but what, it was uh, fun. What, what's your, what's your, I know since you're from Missouri, you're shooting a Black Widow. Um, what, what's your setup yeah. and everything? Yeah, um, it's a Black Widow PCH. Uh, I got a 58-inch bow. It's 47 pounds at 28, and I pull about 40, 41 pounds at 26 inches. Um, then do you want to hear my arrow setup? Yeah, lay it out. The whole nine. The whole, okay. So I shoot in a Axis 600. It's about 27 inches long. Um, I use a 25 grain iron wheel impact collar, 150 grain tip, and then a 100 grain hit insert. So it's 275 up front. And it comes out to about, uh, 500 grains total. It's a six-inch wrap, and I use four-inch feathers and uh, trad veins. That's right. It's about trad. 148. Yeah, <laughs> got to mention veins. trad veins. <laughs> was there a was there somebody that um, kind of mentor mentored you along the way for your initial setup and stuff, or how did you kind of uh, yeah. decide on everything? Yeah. So I had like no idea because obviously I've never shot a deer with a recurve. So yeah, Aaron inspired me, and then also uh. Tom Clum. I listen to you two mostly on that because you guys have uh, animals down. You have experience, so I go with experience. <laughs> yeah, we try. Yep. We, we do our best. Although Frank did good. He killed his like opening day, and I got the shit kicked out of me <laughs> for the next several days. Um, and I, I missed two straight it's down. Awesome. I feel your pain. And I don't <laughs> yeah, know if it was a typewriter leg or if it was me hanging off the cliff. My leg was shaking like a cat shit and choker chain it was not good i think the trad life is a whole yeah. <laughs> the trad life is a whole different ball game though i don't i don't know if i'd be tagged out at all if i was shooting the trad life so i can't say too i can't say too much about that i i've said it before on the uh i tried to hunt once with a recurve for turkey in kansas and first day dan was calling for me we had a turkey walking straight down this uh hedgerow and it there's perfect there's like this uh pinion tree or pine tree or something and uh there was actually a cedar and it came around it was like 10 yards and i'm like fuck yeah this is in the bag and i missed by like three feet to the right so <laughs> the trad life is not for me <laughs> yes yeah i so far I, I really enjoy it but i'm sure i'm gonna have maybe have some of those moments but i've never been like a like a shoot for the Instagram type of person. I kind of just like shoot what, you know, makes me happy, I, I guess. But yeah, I that's, don't know. That's definitely why so I follow I'm your page. You're, you're not, um, what's the word without getting myself in trouble? You're not the standard Instagram chick, uh, which is cool because you actually do shit and you can work on your own bow. Um, I did a, yeah. I, I'm not going to mention any names, but I did a podcast at one time with a very well-known um I guess, what are they called? Huntresses? A huntress? And she had said she designed yeah. the bow. 
So I thought we were going to have a technical conversation. As it turns out, she just picked the color on the bow. She didn't really design oh. shit. So I was like, uh, <laughs> wait a minute. But Dang. you work at a pro shop, don't you? Like you, I see you, you're, you're actually setting mm-hmm. bows up and everything, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, I do. I, it's me and this, uh, old man basically. And he like is kind of tired of it. So I pretty much do all the work, <laughs> which I don't mind. <laughs> I, I like, I like working on bows and stuff. Learn new things. Some some bows I like to work on. Yeah. You, what about Oneidas? You like oh gosh, <laughs> I don't even think I've actually worked on one of those. Well, don't if you see him I coming know in. What to do. Yeah, just send that fucker back out. I can tell you that. So what Tim Wells? <laughs> Tim Wells shoots. Well, yeah, I've worked at pro shops, and and obviously we're f- super good friends with Phil at No Limits and and in uh, Rocky Mountain, and uh, you get some of those bows with like teardrop steel cables and. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are those are not the fun. Those aren't fun. Those are the guys you're like, man, maybe you should upgrade. You almost want to give them a discount just so they get rid yeah. of the damn thing. Yeah, just so you don't have to work on it. Yeah, I usually, that's like my weakness is the really old bows. Because I'm like, ugh, this is before my time. How old are you? I'm 23. There you go. Yeah, well, I think, I'm trying to think here, like the Hoyt Ultratech, um... That was like when Matthews really got going, the Rival Pro, the Conquest. Those were the big ones when I was shooting tournaments real um, heavy. Mm-hmm. And that was when like high country started going downhill when they had like their glory and then kind of went to shit right after that. Um, Browning mm-hmm. was big and was going downhill fast as well. Um, you know, it's whatever, the, the 90s basically when I was getting into tournaments. So the um, those were old even then. <laughs> Now they're really, really old. Now they're ancient. Yeah. What do you, uh, what do you mostly push? um, uh, Like uh, it's not push, but I mean, uh, what are your big sellers, sellers for bows, arrows, things like that at your, your shop in Missouri there? Yeah. He's just a really small shop. So we only carry Hoyt, which can be a, I mean, that's not like the best business decision to only sell one bow brand, but that's what we do. So, yeah, we pretty much sell, like, Power Maxes, the mid-price bow, which is an awesome bow for the price. That's yeah. our big seller. Yeah, and then so. arrow-wise, I know you're a, a fan of Dudley. Um, do, you guys push, <laughs> yeah. uh, do you guys push the Axis quite a bit? Yeah, that's probably our best seller, honestly, Axis. And then for the beginner bow hunters, we do, like, the Beeman ICS bow hunters, which are a good, cheaper, or inexpensive arrow. So. I killed a shit ton of stuff with Beeman ICS hunters back in the poverty days. They were good. <laughs> yeah. I remember. Yeah, they, I've, I've killed stuff with them too. Jack Not Head was much, the, the Hoyt rep back then. And I remember he brought the, the, when they first came out and he was having you, you, he would have you shoot the arrow into the floor just to see if you could break it to show how durable <laughs> they were. And they were, at that time, they were like 60 something a dozen. That was in like 99 maybe. Um, which now. I don't know. What are Axis a dozen? One twenty nine, maybe. They're cheap for uh, that, aren't they? Yeah, they're like we saw them by the single. It's like eleven something. Yeah. Fletched. Have you ever you ever seen that that uh, Chris Rock deal where he's like, "Can I get a rib?" <laughs> that's selling. That's like selling single single arrows. Like when you're so poor, <laughs> can I get yeah. an arrow? <laughs> you got to come in and buy yeah. one. 
Like it's one been, at a time. It's yeah. been rough this week. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I'm spoiled now because I get, well, Frank's the same. We get free arrows. So just testing wise and everything, yeah. there's shit laying all over my house. And I, I always, I tell Amy, my wife, I'm like, you're spoiled because when, you know, I was, you know, making yeah. like no money. And I remember it like, you, like, uh, like there's, I have a pile of, uh, you know, I have like a, a flower vase, vase, whatever with arrows I need to refletch, you know, which probably has two mm-hmm. dozen cause I'm too lazy to refletch them. And, uh, that was not the case back in the day. I remember when I first got my Bitsenberger, you would have think I brought a fucking car, right? It was $89. And I was like, <laughs> Jesus, this thing's expensive uh, when I was learning all this. And I, I, I remember thinking like I'd have to save to get a dozen arrows and it was this huge deal. And it was generally yeah. like those Beeman's, uh, the tree Beeman tree barks and then gold tips later on, I would get like the, the XT, 7595s, which I think they've changed that now to where they do the, the actual spine. But do you, yeah. uh, you remember like <laughs> shoot, shooting your first Robin Hood? You're like, damn, this is badass. And you're like, oh shit, now I'm down two arrows. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. You, you should have. Yeah, they do. Well, on the stick bow, I shot one the other day with Amy at 50. And, uh, I was going to video and then upload it. And I'm like, man, nobody's going to believe this shit anyway. So I don't, I don't even. Try because a fifty-yard Robin Hood with the stick is is actually the fucker almost bounces yeah. out. There's not a lot of kinetic energy or momentum going on at that distance. So I had a, like a whopping half inch into the backside of the other arrow, um, where obviously with oh, a compound yeah. it drive through twelve, fourteen inches. But um, you shoot a or a back tension, don't you? Do you shoot the the knock on <laughs> thingy dingy? Yeah, the the two smooth. I. Well, I hate to sound like that other girl, but I kind of helped uh, Dudley. He, like, sent me the prototype of that one, and I kind of, like, gave him my thoughts on that. But, yeah, so that one's, like, near and dear to my heart. <laughs> I bet. He yeah, fucks I love with, that thing. He fucks with you for shooting a stick bow, doesn't he? Yeah, he kind of does. I don't think he really cares that much, but, yeah. Uh, I know. You can I kind of stop shooting tournaments. Tell him when he gives you shit. Just say, hey, you know what? If you weren't so soft, you'd shoot one, too. Um, yeah, get him going. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, he's funny. Yeah, I should. Uh, no, he's, yeah, he's cool. Yeah, he's a good dude. He's funny. He occasionally sends me some smart-ass message on social media, but that's about <laughs> it. Um, what? So when you, yeah. um, with the, like, transitioning over or whatever, it's, it's, it, you were basically just watching Tom and I and then thought, I'm going to grab a, get a recurve and then, and then just started, play. I mean, you, you and your boyfriend both got him at the same time, didn't you? Yeah, we, uh, I always had a recurve just because, I don't know, I just did. And, um, I just started shooting it after seeing you. And then we both kind of were like, well, this is kind of fun. And then, yeah, we went to Black Widow and kind of looked at prices and stuff and then got them ordered. Did you have to sell a kidney or anything? Yeah, I had to sell my ARX one to buy it. Oh, and, and then some. <laughs> are uh, are trad, yeah. trad bows more than compounds nowadays, or uh, pretty close to the same? What yeah. you? What was yours? Fourteen hundred, thirteen hundred. Yeah, something like that. It, I think it was fifteen with like a Selway. Yeah, I, I can't remember, but yeah, it was somewhere around there. Yeah, did you deal and with antler bolts and stuff? Did you deal with Toby? Yeah, Toby and Miles and Roger. Yeah, those guys. We, are funny. we actually. My boyfriend grew up with Miles, 
and they're like neighbors. So we're lucky we can actually go to Black Widow and we got to shoot like every combination of bow you could possibly want to try and we both found one and yeah, got it made just like the one we liked. No, that's cool. Miles is funny. He's like a little spider monkey. Um, those dudes, they're not exactly yeah. like live wires, but when you get them alone, they're pretty freaking funny. Um, yeah, they are. Yeah, they, they're they, cool. They make me laugh. Actually, Toby just got a hold of me to get him some photos for their for their catalog or whatever. I was um, helping a guy in a goat hunt just now. I'm like, dude, I'll send them to you when I get back. I can't feel my fingers. But uh, he. Um, <laughs> They've been super good to me. I uh, and I really like their bows. I did I did really well with the I did I used the PSA. Um, and the, and those guys, mm-hmm. like I said, they've always been easy to deal with. I've helped Miles a bunch on the social media stuff, and and you you can yeah. definitely tell talking to him that Miles is Toby's son. Like talking to him. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Yeah, like this lingo, the draw. Well, you might could. I can't remember what the hell it is. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, sounds like Luke. Yeah, they they have like a really strong Missouri accent or something. It's funny. It's thick. Yeah, Weird. I always give them shit that they live where the chickens wear underwear so the hoodows won't rape them. Um, and, and Nick, because <laughs> oh <my laughs> it's in the middle of nowhere. What's the population of that town? Oh gosh, it's well, I should, I don't know. It's probably like six hundred where they. I don't even know if it's that much. It's not much. Like, yeah. they're, they're graduating classes, like, 50 people. I, like, went to their graduation. I was like, what the heck is this? Because mine was, like, 500, maybe. I can't say anything. My high school before I transferred was uh, nine people combined. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. My hometown's 200 people. That's insane. It's Yeah, it's weird. Um, there's not a whole lot to do there other than, like, poach and uh, cause, tra- <laughs> cause problems. So Yeah. It's yep. uh, yeah, a different world, but, and then when, when you, um, it, as far as like the, with what, cause you're going, you're, you're in college now, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah, I am. Are you going to. I'm graduating this December. Well, yeah. is your, are you going to end up being a fish cop? So if I go to Missouri, you're not going to give me a ticket, are you? Well, if I was, I wouldn't give you a ticket, but yeah, I, I've thought about it, but. <laughs> thought about giving me a I ticket? I like the police. No, I thought about being a fish cop or whatever. You gotta, get, you you gotta start off with that one big bust so that you can kind of set the yeah, <laughs> set the bar. Yeah. What do you think you'll do though? What do you, with the with the degree? What's your focus? I guess or what your hope? Yeah, I mean, I've looked into like a game one type thing, but I don't know if people will listen to me and take me seriously. But, pull uh, a gun out they'll listen at, like, tase them <laughs> yeah. tase somebody I guarantee they'll pay attention I've been tased if they oh, put yeah. you in the office you gotta do at least one desk pop yeah yep and uh I've thought about I like kind of land management type stuff that's what my boyfriend does right now and he doesn't even have a college degree so that son of a bitch sucks <laughs> <laughs> does he do like like land management QDMA like for uh, it, it, as far as for, on the hunting side, or both for like equine, bovine type stuff, or or, or a little bit of everything. Yeah, he does it for whitetail, turkey, waterfowl type stuff. Like exactly what I'm going to college for. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> he didn't have to have a degree. So. Huh? Have you got? Yeah. Have you put out any feelers yeah. for jobs though? Uh, I haven't yet. I still have to make my resume up. I'm kind of. 
slacking, but <laughs> I need to uh, get on that probably. What do your What do your parents do? Um, my dad's a cattle horse farmer, and then my mom babysits. So, pretty, variety. Pretty much the standard for probably down there, I would think, because there's not a lot of industry. So, yes. cattle's probably in in uh, just farming in general is probably the main thing, isn't it? Yeah, cattle pretty much in agriculture around here. So, pretty much what to do around here. Are you going to stay um, in the great state of Missouri? Or are you going to, any any intentions of moving west? Yeah, at, we, I kind of really do want to move west. But um, I like Missouri, though. I like hunting whitetail. It's a lot of fun. But out-of-state tags for Missouri are so cheap. I'd kind of rather be a resident out west. <laughs> have you uh, have you done Tag any so expensive. Have you done any western hunting before? No, I I haven't. I really want to. Hopefully, I'm thinking next year since I'll be out of school. But give I'm it a whirl. gonna try elk. What do yeah, you give it a whirl? What do you you got to be a whopping hundred and four pounds soaking wet? Um, I gotta. I, I you're gonna look like a ninja turtle with a backpacking pack on you. What? How? Because uh, you said your draw is twenty six. You're definitely not exactly a linebacker. Um, have you? Yeah. Like uh, coming out west on the backpack hunt, have you screwed around with that at all? As far as like you know, thirty-five, forty, forty-five pound pack. Yeah, um, I, I mean, like this sounds lame, but like when I have my whitetail pack and climber on, I that's around like a little under thirty. So I, I've been messing with that kind of. That's why I've kind of been using a climber, kind of testing it out, but. Yeah, that's my biggest thing is, like, packing out an elk for me would be pretty tough, I would think. You're not supposed to ask women this, but in your case it doesn't matter because you're, like, Ethiopian skinny. How much do you weigh? <laughs> <laughs> 118. There you go. See, so technically a quarter of your body weight is what you're supposed to stick with. So oh, when packing, like for a trip? On the way in. So what is that, 27 pounds? Is that? Yeah. Oh, crap. You're not going to be able to eat Jeez. shit, Bailey. You're going to have to be like... <laughs> Crackers and... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're going to be... Dang. Uh, but I, I was going to say, and then coming out, you might be able to do half. Like, that's kind of what I stick with is... is uh, if I go over 120, I am an unhappy individual. And Frank saved me because he came in and helped. And I think we probably both came out with 50 or 60. But you came, Frank came out, what you have, 118? For my deer? Yeah. Sheesh. And it was, that was a rough pack out. <laughs> you get to, you start off, and you're like, ah, this isn't so bad. Then you get a couple miles done, and then you stop. You, you keep stopping, <laughs> like, in shorter time periods. Like, you know, that dude that was hunting near you, uh, Justin, yeah. his name? I, he took a picture of me when I was walking by, and I, I was just wondering, like, how many pictures he took of me when I was sitting on the trail. Because <laughs> I know I stopped. I must have stopped three or four times just to take a, a couple-minute break in that short section right there just because it's, like, any time you go uphill, man, I'm just like, ugh, this well, is rough. When we did Colton's Bowl, we had half, and I think I had 170 and as Frank said, there was like rocks, thank the Lord, like every few hundred yards I could lean against. And uh, mm. it takes a toll on the body. I mean, I don't know what will happen when I'm getting in my 50s and 60s. I probably won't be able to walk right. But um, 
I think you'd be surprised because you endurance wise, you just carry less and do more trips, um, you know, or whatever. If yeah. you end up getting one, um, plus you'll probably have your, your guy with you. He can help out. Is it something though you guys both want to come out and do? Yeah, for sure. We, we've been talking a lot about it and yeah, like John, John Barclow, he said he would like help us because I don't, we don't even know like which state to choose or because we haven't ever hunted out of state. So, you know, we're going to like talk to some people that have done it and get some ideas on a good starter. Well, let me know or what I, yeah, let me, you got my, do you have my cell number? I do not. Oh, I'll text it to you. Um, I'll message you. I can say, you can call us. We'll help you guys out too and point you in the right direction. Um, cool. We'll need it. <laughs> it'll be, it'll be, be interesting. Awesome. It'll be fun either way. I'm, I'm sure. But the, uh, yeah. When you, uh, we'll have to get you guys packs too. So you're not in total misery. That'll be another one that'll probably <laughs> wake you up is, is, um, if you're not used to that much weight on your shoulders, it does start to cause serious problems. <laughs> but you guys, they oh, uh, yeah. in Missouri, you said it's it's pretty ag- agricultural and uh, rural and stuff. You can get some pack goats like uh, like you used this weekend. You guys can you yeah. guys can start a pack <laughs> goat company and then you can you can use that those. dude makes fucking bank that we those his goats. Those are his goats. So I don't know if you paid attention to the the hunt we just went on where we used the pack goats. Um, oh yeah, yeah. So it was weird because I finally just deleted the comment. Guys were asking about having them around sheep and goats, and and I don't have a dog in a fight. I don't care, but like I do know what I read. I read, and and I do know like there's one small place in Wyoming that you can't have pack goats, but overall the the Pack Goat Association of America or whatever won in a in a court case against the Wild Sheep Foundation that pack goats there's nothing that has ever been proven or shown that they carry any disease or they transfer pneumonia or whatever but i i deleted the comment because i didn't want to keep arguing because i don't give a shit like when i i care about wild mm-hmm. sheep but i mean i don't know enough i'm just going off of what i read but this dude is like full-on level nine pack goat lover that we got this from he's got like 50 or 60 he rents them out he's booked out for like two years and it's 38 bucks a day they carry about 40 pounds each um, it's like oh. it in there. They have character. I mean, it's like, uh, what did he keep saying? They are not pack animals. They are travel companions. He said that like 20 times. Kind of like dogs. Just like dogs. Oh. So they'll come up and nudge huh. you and you got to give them like words of affirmation. You're doing great little goatee. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> they're funnier than hell. Have you seen, uh, have you seen Nathan, awesome. Nathan's dog? Uh-uh. It's a, uh, Mastive uh, lab. Oh, good God! And it's he'll probably take it to Alberta, and he's got a he designed that, that pack for it, and I think that thing will carry like sixty pounds, if not maybe more. It's oh, a big Lord. ass dog. It's cool. Well, these goats they can carry a quarter of what they weigh, so they're one hundred eighty to two hundred ten pound goats. So they can you know they're thirty five to fifty pounds or whatever. But I can tell you, they're they're not speed demons when you load them down. They'll lay up on you. The the one I was calling Blackie. Um, I don't know what his real name was, but uh, Blackie was not happy going up the hill. I, he, he'd look at me every now and then and just lay down and be like, "Fuck you, asshole! I'm not carrying your shit anymore." <laughs> would you rather? Would you rather do the goats or would you rather have horses? Horses. Yeah, yeah. that's what I figured. The thing is, because you can ride a freaking horse, you can't ride a goat. If if you're going solo yeah. and trying to you know move around or whatever, like 
the goats are better. But when I say solo, meaning like if just you and your guy went, but if you're going to get mm-hmm. dropped off and do spike out from there, the horses are probably better to get a drop camp. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. Either way, I can go. You can call or whatever. We'll go in there all that with you because the the day of um, getting away from people is kind of gone, no matter how far you go. So it um, it it is busy out out west, but um, uh, you know, and and that's something you do have competition or whatever. It's kind of a pain sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I've been hearing on podcasts. It seems like it's getting pretty crowded out there. But I had a plethora of people around me in deer season. It was crazy. Yeah, that is. Mm. Have you, uh, was it, it was your last uh, goat hunt where you had that compound on your back, right? That was, yeah, that was my buddy's. <laughs> oh, Christ, I had to make a post Did, about it. Yeah, I saw that. Did you, uh... On the newest Joe Rogan podcast, I think Joe Rogan thinks you're um, quitting the stick bow. Did you hear that yet? No, no. What did he say? He's, he's like, he's like. I saw Aaron had a compound on his back, or Cameron Haynes said something like that. And Joe's like, oh, I bet. I wonder if he's quitting. He's like, because it's so hard or something like that. No. Like, oh, no yeah. I, I, Jesus Christ on his throne. I got like 50 messages in under a minute. <laughs> And I, I had to make a post about it because I just literally the guy had a he had a Christensen Arms custom gun and it was heavy and he wasn't exactly the pinnacle of fitness. So I'm like, hey, dude, I'll carry some of your shit right that the, we can't put on the goat. So I strapped his bow on my pack, not even thinking when I did the video because I was just trying to show the goats behind me. And I mean, guys are like, is your shoulder that screwed up? Are you giving up? Is it too dead? And it's like, no, for fuck's sake, listen to the story. It's my buddy's tag. I'm not even hunting. Yeah, I knew you'd get all those messages. It's like, oh man. Yeah, that was pretty funny though. I didn't think ahead on that one. I didn't. What were they? Oh, did they? Was it a Rogan Cam podcast or something? It was uh, Joe Rogan's podcast. Cameron Haynes is on there, like yesterday or something like that. But yeah, they were talking about you. Mother. I don't. I don't know how much Cam actually likes me. Rogan and I talk all the time. I'm not 100 percent sure if Cam is a fan oh, yeah. of Snitter. He didn't talk. He didn't say anything bad about you. Huh? He's I'm gonna nice text. I'm texting Rogan right now. I'm like, God damn it! <laughs> oh Lord. They Do must. It. They must not have paid uh, total attention, I guess, because I right after that, I literally was freezing. I don't know if you could tell how cold I was on top. I was waiting for Chad, and. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Was literally like, good lord, people. Um, I'm not switching. And then guys messaged immediately, you know, after like, oh, thank God, like the trad guys especially. But <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> you broke the internet for a day. I know, right? You don't really realize. Yeah, good job. Uh, yeah, when I saw that, I was like, ah, he's probably gonna get blown up. And then like an hour later, when you had service out, you're like. I am not going back to the compound. It's all fucking all stern and shit. <laughs> oh, I was getting, yeah. I was getting pissed because I'm like, that. I mean, people don't they let they hear or listen to what they want to, and and I had made it very clear I was helping a buddy and everything else. But it and it wasn't like I was mad, mad, but I was definitely getting frustrated. Like some of the comments, like, dude, you're pussing out. Like you're t- you're taking the easy way out, and I'm like, what are you oh. talking? Yeah, just shit like that. Yeah, <laughs> You're pussing out. that would be That's annoying. Great. Yeah, uh, I get you, that too. Like, I'll post something, and then people will like just assume things, and then like, I, I don't know. I know exactly how it is. 
like guys chill yeah oh yeah it uh it it is kind of crazy you don't really realize the grasp you have on uh in the community sometimes especially when you're i mean frank and i, I was a construction worker and Frank was an electrician for a while, so pretty much normal jobs. And then I'm at the pack goat place, and uh, the kid comes up. He's like, oh, are you Aaron Snyder? And they wanted to get a picture, and I'm thinking, I probably just farted or something. This is really anticlimactic once you know me, you know. But uh, but it's it's cool that you know that people are watching or paying attention. So Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. Although sometimes they're watching to just talk shit. But. Yeah, I've noticed. <laughs> yeah. Do uh, is there quite a few bow hunters around you though? Is it for pretty big in that community? Yeah, I don't know what it is like compared out west, but it seems like there is a lot. Like even some of my biology professors, like some of them even hunt, which is is kind of surprising in a way. But that's like that's the cool thing though. Like you know, hunting is like the right thing to do. Your biology professors are talking about like how good it is for the environment and stuff so it's much, weird because a lot of liberals at my school yeah as you say, have, uh, probably biology, biology professors. professors in boulder would not be stating that in boulder colorado so <laughs> yeah yeah your, your professors though are pretty cool on the hunting thing though it sounds like have uh do they get do they yeah, get advice from you <laughs> i don't well one of them has a little bit but yeah, I don't know. They're they're not like I feel like people out west are I don't know how to explain like better bow hunters. Like they, it seems like people out west practice all year long. We're here. They literally come in a week before season, like buying broadheads and arrows, get new strings on their bow, expect it like the next day. And then they just go out the next day. You do still get the same thing. Same thing here. <laughs> same, same thing happens. Yeah. Archery range loads up week before season, two days before season. I will say, like with the like when the trad vein thing kicked off, and it, it was weird getting the perspective of um, someone from back east or south of, you know, you get used to the way that you hunt, and you don't look maybe in a broader. Um, uh, like I gotta say, I say spectrum, but maybe, I mean, you, if you follow along, you see some of the crazy stuff we do. And so I was trying to explain like, Hey, you don't have to shoot these, but in bad weather and whatever. And guys are like, I've hunted 20 years. You're stupid. And I'm like, well, yeah, you've hunted 20 years out of a tree stand. It's different than hunting, you know, when yeah. really wet. Cause the feather thing's cool. It's just the, the vein thing's more practical in a lot of different applications and i could not believe the uproar that shit started it was crazy mm, yeah yeah the uh we have some older chad guys that come in and when i had like a clicker on my bow oh my gosh did they uh give me some crap oh like, did that you were not trad <laughs> yeah like like oh if uh if you took that clicker off i'm sure you wouldn't be shooting as good as us or as good as you are, or something like that. It's like, well, I want to be accurate, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep it on here. That's what uh, Randy Cooling says. I think his exact words are, "What do you have against hitting what you shoot at?" Uh, about the clicker and yeah. everything. Yeah, that's. I don't know. I don't know why people care what I shoot, but it's just I've gotten used whatever. to it. It's the way of the world. Um, it, uh, yeah, it's pretty 
pretty crazy what people get wrapped up on. And there's a few specific guys that I've noticed that definitely have more of a hard on uh, for anything I talk about or or do or whatever. And I just kind of blocked them all and don't pay attention because I don't have time for that shit. And uh, I would imagine as your you you grow or or your your social media grows and the more you have success. Uh, although you're pretty hard not to like, there's a lot of things to not like about me. So you'll probably get away with a lot more. But. <laughs> well, yeah, I've had people hate on me a little bit. What's the worst? What what, really matter. what about so far? Anything horrible? I had one guy call me privileged for some reason. <laughs> Aren't you poor really though, why. for the most part? <laughs> I was going to say, like, when I say yeah. poor, you're blue collar, right? Yeah, I mean... I, like, don't make that much money at an archery shop. Like, people don't realize archery shops aren't really money makers, especially when you're an employee at one. Well, and down there, like, the cost of living, I'd imagine the, the pay at an archery shop here is probably four or five more dollars an hour than it is there just because the cost of living here is so much. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. But I feel like if you live in America, you're kind of privileged over, <laughs> I guess it depends on what your view on privilege is, but. Yeah, I just, yeah, I mean, I haven't really gotten hate, but it happens. Like, I don't know. I tried to prepare Rob <laughs> yeah. Petuto for it. I'm like, dude, as you grow, believe me, it's coming. <laughs> There's no way around. Yeah. yeah, for sure, it just happens. Yeah. My worst fear is being on a the making America or what is it, making, making hunting is great again? That page? No, you oh, won't. Man. I can promise you won't get on there because I'll fly over to his house <laughs> and beat the shit out of him. So don't worry about that. <laughs> that page is brutal. Yeah, it is very, very brutal. Occasionally, there's some stuff that's funny on there. Other stuff, I don't. Oh, yeah. I tried to get him to stop picking on the Bomars, but that just ain't happening. He has a hard-on for the Bomars, and I constantly have to hear about peas and they, carrots. It's because they moved to Iowa. Oh, he fucking hates And he it. lives in Iowa, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh. He's not a fan of Sitka. Yeah. Oh, I know. Yeah, which they pretty much make fun of everything on there, so almost yeah. everything. Yeah, him and copper-plated Sitka. I like Sitka, sixes. too. Yeah. Well, and for you, their their female line, you probably don't have a ton of options yes. anyway other than looking like Homie the Clown wearing dude shit from another company, so their stuff probably fits you really well. Yeah, that's that's exactly why I like it. They make really good women's gear that actually fits. I love it. And like the Fanatic gear, I don't, I mean, that stuff is like the warmest stuff I've ever used. Frank, I've right? like, Frank's wearing I've a Fanatic hoodie like right Walmart. now. Oh, nice. <laughs> Should I put the ninja yeah, mask on? Yeah, that's nice. I like it. What do you uh, down there? Do you wear their whitetail stuff, or do you do you kind of stick with just parts and pieces of of uh, the different like the because they have the whatever subalpine and optifade? Um, they're yeah. they're Sitka. Their whitetail line. I feel a bit smurfy. I won't lie. It's a little blue for me. They should just transition yeah. that to snow. Their snow camo. Just call it snow camo. Yeah, <laughs> it would make it would make more that's sense. That's what I do. Yeah. Cause it's super warm. Yeah, I, it is. It's like it's the warmest stuff I've ever used, and that makes hunting. I mean, I hate to say, it, but it makes hunting a lot more fun for me when I can actually be warm and hunt when it's like twenty degrees. I got to assume but, you freeze your ass off as little as you are. Yeah, well, I do. I get so cold so easily, but yeah, that stuff has helped a ton. But yeah, the only uh, white tail uh, pattern I use is on the fanatic, and then. Everything else I use, subalpine. 
what's that? What cold wise? What's it like down there when you're hit, getting like in now and through the rut? Is it is it frigid cold or is it bearable? Yeah, it'll like uh, tomorrow morning's going to be like 35, which yeah, I mean that it seems like 30s like pretty much 20. It's probably like beginning of November it'll get down in the lower 20s and then late December we'll get down in the teens but that's as usually as cold as it gets did it snow much where you're at no not really um when it does it's like January February it goes away fairly quick yeah pretty quick I mean usually east like last Easter it it snowed but that was about it. Yeah. So it doesn't snow much. So what are your um what are your plans this year? Uh, obviously, are you just gonna hunt uh, Missouri, or do you have anything out of state you're gonna try? We were uh, thinking about going to Nebraska for whitetail, but I don't know. We're probably most likely just gonna stay in Missouri. We're gonna try some public land um, in northern Missouri, hopefully. So travel a little bit. Well, since you're privileged, do you get much uh, <laughs> private land, or are you hunting mostly public? Uh, it's it's mostly private, but I mean, I I do hunt a little bit of public, but I mean, my dad has a little bit of land, but it has cattle on it. So I mean, if I have land, I'm going to hunt it. And it's nice not to have to compete with other hunters. There, for there's, sure, there's but, not a plethora of public land down there, is there? Yeah, it's not like. Yeah, there's not that much. Like, the closest public land to us is about an hour, and it's like 2,000 acres, I think. And it's not all wooded. A lot of it's agriculture. So. Oh, good Lord. Is it loaded with people? Yeah. Yeah, usually. When people come in the shop, a lot of people talk about hunting out there, so. <laughs> yeah. But. <laughs> so you're like, I'm not going out there. Yeah, I'll stay on private. <laughs> Yeah. But privileged. Are you so. going to keep hunting with the, the stick this year, or are you going to try to compound some? I, li- I literally have no desire to get my compound out. It's kind of bad, but, yeah, I'm, like, I'm pretty much full full send on the stick bow. You're committed to putting and, something on the ground with that thing? Yeah, like, my goal is to get a buck and a doe, at least. I'm pretty uh pretty stuck with it, I think. Yeah, it uh, it is definitely. I mean, Frank has to deal with it on on the end of me. Sometimes, usually, I do pretty good. Sometimes, I take longer. Both mule deer hunts, I've about retired, where Frank's had to go back to you know stay back there with me and suck through it. But it's just it's it's just it's different. I try to explain to people like the biggest difference I would say, and I mean, Frank, you can chime in, but like on the mule deer, I could just hang back fifty yards away. And then wait for the deer to get up and shoot them, which is, you know, e- easier and you don't have to be as concealed and everything else. And, and, uh, you know, and I can shoot relatively far with the, the compound where with the stick, you know, I'm trying to get sub 20 and the deer have to bed in a perfect spot. And, um, I'd say probably that's the biggest difference is I, you know, could just hang back at 50 and shoot, but, no draw stop, no peep, no whatever. A lot of things can go wrong mm-hmm. um, is the other problem, too, um, especially if you're shitting your pants. Like, I don't collapse. I overdraw. Yeah. Um, like, South, he's kind of got a collapsing problem. So 
some guys will miss low right from collapsing and other guys are going to miss high and uh, in the case of a few guys they're looking at the horns so they're shooting them up in the face neck mm-hmm. head area <laughs> so oh still deadly yeah yeah a lot think, more uh, wrong yeah i think I just think with a compound, you have more leeway would be the easiest way to say it. You have more room to, for uh, for error, I guess, or you know, you don't have to necessarily make the perfect stock. I think um, South does a good job on his videos showing exactly what it takes. And if we ever got video videographer skills, we could probably do the same with your hunts. But <laughs> I, think, I think there's a lot of things that need to go right for the for the recurve and not taking anything away from compound hers, but it, you, I think you definitely have more leeway to, uh, with the compound. Yeah. And that is why I'm yeah. rifle hunting tomorrow. <laughs> uh, yeah. What, um, yep. what, what do you think, uh, uh, as far as chances, I mean, you got a decent chance of shooting a buck in a doe. Yeah, I do. I mean, uh, I see a lot of does, and I've had a lot at like 30 yards and I'm just trying to be patient and, uh, not screw it up. I want, I want something, my point on is 25. So that's honestly 25 is probably like my best shot opportunity because I could just put the tip of my arrow right where I want to hit. But, um, yeah, I'm just trying to be patient it's still early. And then I like hunting the rut. That's fun. So I'm not like, you know, I'm not, wanting to shoot like a fork at horn or spike right now but i will if it gets late <laughs> so yeah i'm not i i think I'll, I'll have a good chance as long as i get to shoot at some stuff i'll i'll be pretty happy cool well we got people kind of piling up in the office here so we should probably get off the horn but definitely keep us posted on how the the season's yeah. going, and, and uh, yeah, I can't uh, thank you enough for coming on. And I, I have to say I, I have a lot of respect for you because um, y- you actually get out there and and don't fake it and, uh, you know, know how to work on bows and don't fake the funk. So don't don't stop doing what you're doing. <laughs> Keep All on. right. Well, I appreciate that. Thanks for uh, letting me come on. Keep on keeping on, Bailey. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I um, will. All right, cool. Well, take it easy and definitely keep me posted. Yeah, no problem. I will. Thank you so much. Uh Uh-huh. Bye-bye. Bye.